You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Wednesday, June 9th, and as usual on Wednesdays, we got our show, The Agency. That's myself, Dean Ian Pietro, and Josh Axelrod all coming at you at the same time talking Steelers. First of all, we're going to sound off on this whole notion that Baker Mayfield really being better than Ben Roethlisberger notion? Come on, people. Then we'll dive into another crazy notion that a national media member said that Najee Harris won't even start for the Steelers until midseason. And then finally, what Mason Rudolph said yesterday at OTAs. All that right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast that you can download anywhere, especially on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment and you get a shout out at the end of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Let's get into it. So yesterday on the podcast, my guy, my homie, Tony Serino was saying some wild stuff, but he's not the only one saying the wild stuff when he said that Baker Mayfield ranks higher in the AFC North as a quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger. Now, he did preface it with, hey, you know, we're putting some context with the teams and all that, and it's just just off of how last year ended. But I'm like, I'm still like, Tony, in what world, if you flip their situations, do you think that Baker actually does better with the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger doesn't do, does worse with the, with the Browns roster? I mean, with the running games that they had, with the injuries that the, that that – that the Steelers had on defense that forced their situation. Like, come on, bruh. So to, to further expand upon this, I want to talk to the agency, Dean Pietro and Josh Axelrod here with me as we make the Carter Pietro Axelrod CIA moment happen, as it was so voted by the fans that we are. <laughs> now, I want to start with Josh, because Josh, you have been – like I am a person who is very objective about Ben Roethlisberger and I knock out, I, 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 when I evaluate him, I get knocked for, you know, being too, sometimes they're like, Oh, you're, you're pointing too much at his mistakes. I'm like, no, I'm simply pointing at his mistakes. And that's the problem. And, and Josh, you've taken heat for being too anti Ben sometimes on your takes. And I don't think necessarily you're anti Ben as much as you're just like, you call, you call out what you, what you see. Are you on this train that Baker's better than Ben? Uh, let me just say that my journalistic objectivity doesn't really extend to the Steelers. It's <laughs> not what I cover. And as I've been very explicit about, I allow myself to be a fan. So here we are. And let me just also say, Ben won my team two Super Bowls in my lifetime. I will forever respect that man. So any any bad thing I say about him is, is all through that lens. But to your actual question, uh, I would still take 39-year-old Big Ben over Baker Mayfield. Um, Mayfield's obviously more athletic than him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any reasonable person could argue otherwise. Um, I know that Ben's body kind of broke down by the end of last season, but it was also the world's weirdest year where the schedule kept getting screwed up and they had to play a bunch of games in a very short amount of time. And 
nothing was normal and it was just not conducive to an old QB making it through an entire season completely intact. Uh, Mayfield is one of the weirdest quarterbacks I've ever seen because one second he looks like the second coming of Joe Montana and the next he looks like he's never picked up a football before. I'd much rather have Ben's consistency and uh, God. Also, Mayfield's commercials, man. I can't handle it. <laughs> that's where that's where he ends. It's not, it's not, it's not, I'm not saying that Ben has more charisma, but like he honestly he might have more charisma than Baker Mayfield. And that's the saddest indictment of of him as a QB. <laughs> Dean, what say you? I think it's possible that by the end of this coming season, the best quarterback in the division will be Joe Burrow. Hmm. Hmm. Doesn't mean the Bengals are going to win a division. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But Baker Mayfield ahead of Ben Roethlisberger on what planet national mm-hmm. media? Uh, Baker is a nice tier three quarterback. He's good. He's not great. Ben has been great at various times in his career. And he's still got enough left in him. He needs to just be in the right system now. Yeah. Okay. Last year wasn't the right system of throwing 60 times. If he's in the right system, then, as, as you've said many times, Chris, once you get into the ability to do play action and throw the ball down the field, yeah. And we have Chase Claypool in his second year. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of real good things out of Ben Roethlisberger this year. His, he's one year removed from the elbow injury. So that's not even as much of a concern anymore. He's back to his normal season prep routines. Mm-hmm. And Baker, Baker Mayfield's just too inconsistent. He's just, it's, and I don't know, you know, okay, so wow, the Cleveland Browns, you know, won a playoff game. Wow, they're the darlings of the NFL. Yay, all hail Cleveland. Whatever. What did they end up doing? Losing the next week to Kansas City. Whatever. You didn't get to a Super Bowl. So whatever you're the Cleveland Browns, the Browns is the Browns. Okay. They are, they're going to go into this season. (laughs) Cleveland and Baker Mayfield and Ben with the Steelers and everyone's heaping praise on Cleveland and Baker Mayfield. And they're going to buy into their own hype and they're going to fall. And you're going to have a Steeler team. That's got a chip on its shoulder because it's quarterback is being told. It's not as good as Baker Mayfield. And he's going to come out and he may say it doesn't drive him, but it's there. It's there. He loves to prove him wrong from moment one. When he wanted to prove those other 10 teams that didn't draft him first wrong, he wants to prove the doubters wrong. And this is just more fuel for the fire that will result in a self-fulfilling prophecy of Ben Roethlisberger being better than Baker Mayfield this year. I'm, I I just, I think that that's going to be, that's going to be something that everyone watches. But I, and again, last year Ben had the worst rushing offense in the league. On top of the whole short passing thing that was going on, they had no ground game. And when they did have a ground game, he was playing at a ridiculous level. At one point, I think he had like twenty-five touchdowns and like six interceptions. Like that, that kind of pace through halfway through the season. Come on, that means he like if if he had maintained that pace, I believe that was through eight games. I might be off there, but you know, if, if twenty-five touchdowns, six, you double that. That's 50 touchdown season. That's like Patrick Mahomes numbers, man. 
And what fell, what happened was not only did his arm fall off and he admitted like, Hey, my elbow was just, I threw a thousand times in the off season. Stuff got hard. And then what does Baker have? What does Baker have? Right. A running game. A running game. And he, and he, he had a chance to sort of build off that, not have to throw the ball as much. And he also Baker's younger. His arm doesn't have the same strain on it that Ben does, but also like you said, he has the running game. And we saw in the first game when they didn't have Nick Chubb, it was 38 to seven. They didn't stand a chance. Odell Beckham has cleats off yelling at fans in the stands, all 12 of them, because there was, there was still COVID capacities. Like, I mean, sorry, just, just want to say that Baker might be the most coddled quarterback in the NFL. Like, I think that's, that's I think that's very fair. That's, that's that system fair. is built specifically to minimize the mistakes that he's liable to make and like make him do as little as possible. Like they run the ball down people's throats. They have good receivers when the time comes and they don't ask Baker to do anything outside of his limitations. I don't feel like he has the command, the field general that even Lamar Jackson does, who I know I've been critical of, and that Joe Burrow showed signs of before he got hurt. Mm -hmm. And Ben Roethlisberger absolutely does. I don't see Baker having those tendencies at this point in time. I'm not, ta- I'm not ready to talk about Joe Burrow until he gets an offensive line. I have no idea how to evaluate him until he's not liable to die on every possession. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, there's another national media narrative that came out that I want to talk about, about the Steelers. But first, we're going to talk about our friends at Stat Hero. Do y'all know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising, though? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts, who got a lot more tools at their disposal and time. Oftentimes, you just don't stand a chance. Well, introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. And. Your name, your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Go to stathero.com slash locked on to sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Dean Pietro and Josh Axelrod, the agency on Wednesdays. Now, fellas, 
the um my my colleague Dale Lolly wrote this as a talking point Tuesday morning for DKPittsburghSports.com, talking about how again the national media just misses the mark when they cover the Steelers and how it just seems like sometimes they work really hard to just take a picture of the Steelers from a million miles in the air and just say, ah, yes, the Steelers, they have these problems. And Dale in his article on the talking points and the talking points titled uh, Lolly's talking point, the wrong national narrative on the Steelers. Um, you could read that at DKPittsburghSports.com, And that one's actually for free if you're not a subscriber, but you need to be a subscriber. So get on it. Um, but, you know, he says there's one article in particular now, he wouldn't name the outlet. He wouldn't name the the, the writer because he said, I'm not going to draw, you know, draw, you know, try to be that that guy. But there's a, there's, there's an article that says that Najee Harris may be a starter by like week eight. And that he's going to have to work his way up the ladder. I don't know what what kind of picture you need to think that Benny Snell is going to hold off <laughs> Najee Harris. From getting to be the number one running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, like what? Just this is this is exactly what you, what the three of us have been talking about on this show when we've seen these takes, the PFF takes, the ESPN takes, the this, the that, that Najee Harris ain't gonna be the number one running back now, the number one running back in training camp, the number one running back in preseason, and the number one running back on week one when they open up against the Bills. It's just happening. If they took the field tomorrow, yes, Najee Harris would be starting at running back. What kind of bad need does the national media have when it puts out these takes? It just goes to show, and I'm not being facetious about this, why our Steelers listeners should listen more to podcasts like this one so, you know, subscribe to DK, watch Channel 11, watch the yes. local outlets. Yes. Okay. Because even at that, most of us aren't homers and cheerleaders. We cover the team honestly. Right. Okay. We cover its good. We cover its criticisms. So we give a balanced account. You know, we're not fanboys and girls across the board. And, you know, you know me. I'll tell you what I think, whether it's good or bad. But to, to have that notion, I, where do they even come up with that? Yeah. Where does that even come from outside of just being completely made up just to get a click from Pittsburgh? That's all it is. Don't give it to them anymore, guys. Don't give them the recognition. Don't give them the time of day. They don't know what they're talking about with this team. To Dean's point, we've talked about in previous weeks how Steelers fans are very quick to react to just about any take regarding the Steelers, no matter who it's from. And uh, this is a particularly bad one. I will, I don't know who, who it was from. All I can say is that if somebody looked at the running back room and thought that there was anyone who was going to steal Najee Harris's playing time for eight weeks... I don't know that they should be allowed to Belage. cover Dana Bell anymore. It's the Belage. Belage. Oh yeah, the Belage Barrage. <laughs> My bad. I mean, I it is, I mean, the second Najee was drafted and the second Connor left for Arizona, I think it was pretty obvious that Najee was going to be the de facto number one. And like, I hope Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland improve. I 
hope Jalen Samuels turns into a running back and not a receiver in disguise. But like until any of that happens, it's Najee or Buzz. And they use so much draft capital on him anyway, not starting him on week one would feel kind of like an admission of defeat almost. So yeah, I mean, that, that take is just bad. bad would have to happen. Mm-hmm. Something really now, Chris, you'd have to tear an ACL or something. Yeah. Let, let me, let me ask you this mm-hmm. because you know, you follow you know, as part of your beat, you're covering the Steelers. So yeah. you pay more attention to this than I do. Mm-hmm. When the Steelers put out their um, depth charts, when they put out their first one at mm-hmm. training camp, yeah. Will they put Najee number one, or will they not because he's a rookie, but he'll be number one by the beginning of the regular season? That's arbitrary. Like they they'll it depends on how they feel about a guy. Like, you know, like like sometimes like Ryan Shazier, they didn't do that with him. Devin Bush, they did. Um, I, I feel like Najee, the way they're talking about how he's prepared every practice and every OTA, they're gonna do that with him. They're, they're fine with him okay. running with the first team right away. There's nothing he has to – well, he, he still has to prove, but he's not at the level where it's like, oh, hey, we don't know if you are ready for the – NF. no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're very sure. That's why they spent a, a first-round pick you know, on, on, on him at, at running back. I, I, I think we can do away with that. And, uh, and, and I, get, I get where some of the – some people, when they're trying to I – mean, I, I get it. Again, it's, it's early June. There's very little talking points that are – you know, like, like, you know, it, it's not easy to do what we do here on the Locked On Steelers podcast and keep Steelers fans grounded every single day and keep you guys looking at objective things that are realistic and, and still fun to talk about. It's that that's not easy to do. So I, I do understand when people sometimes say some wild things, but like, you know, I, I've been to OTAs. There's sometimes on a drill or two, Kalen Balaj will go before Najee on a drill. That don't mean squat. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to trying to make make it plain. Focus. If if there's something like you know, when Le'Veon Bell became a Steeler, his rookie, he got injured. That's why he didn't play at first. If Najee's injured, then then, then we get to that discussion. Yeah. If he's not, that man's going to be out there week one. We got to take a quick break. We come back. There was some things said by the Steelers' backup quarterback on Tuesday when they resumed OTAs that I thought was interesting. I want to get to with these guys. But first, we got to talk to our friends at Built Bar. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all... Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, and Chris Carter here with Dean and Pietro and Josh Axelrod, the agency on Wednesdays. Now, Mason Rudolph spoke, guys, and you know, 
this the the history of Mason Rudolph with the Steelers has been definitely an interesting one, albeit not one that makes you think he's the future of the franchise, right? But yeah. when you when you look at Mason Rudolph, and you know he was drafted in the third round in 2018, and you know there's the you know the Steelers there was the the, the leak source that said oh the Steelers had a first round grade on him and all these other things and. You know, that he got to play in his in his second year when Ben went down and he had some cool moments, but then he said some not cool moments. And then he was knocked out by Earl Thomas. Then he was assaulted by Miles Garrett. And then he, you know, he kind of went into a shell. And then we saw him a glimpse of him last year where there were times he looked impressive, but eh. So now, you know, Mason Rudolph has signed a, a year-long extension to make sure that he's on the roster through the end of 2022. And in talking to Steelers media on Tuesday after the OTAs, he said, I think my outlook and my approach is proving myself every day, whether that's in an OTA or seven on seven or training camp or during the season, it hasn't changed my mindset. Uh, mindset. The vote of confidence is encouraging and Pittsburgh is where I want to be home. Uh, I love the whole organization, blah, blah, blah. You know, things that I'm supposed to say as a quarterback. Uh, but I, I, I'm sorry. As much uh, the Steelers are positioning themselves to say, hey, we just want a quarterback on the roster next year just to make sure we're not in this position where we're scrambling to sign backup QBs all over the place. But Mason ain't proved to me, or I think many people, that he ready to start next year and take over for Ben if Ben does retire. Here's my impression of, of where Mason Rudolph is. And it's a good place. Because I'll tell you what, I want the backup quarterback to believe he is a starter in the NFL, even if everybody else tells him he can't be. Sure. I want him to believe it. I want him to have that confidence. He should have that confidence. He should continue to work towards that. That said... You know, even the, you know, the contract thing, the Steelers may have done it for one reason. He sees it as a vote of confidence. Great. Good, good, good. Do that. <laughs> Make yourself better. I could still see Dwayne Haskins being ahead of him on the depth chart by the end of the year. I mean, there's something to be said for irrational confidence. Uh, that's <laughs> what allows any player of any actual playing ability to believe that they have the ability to be the best sometimes and, and, it works. and you need to have it you're right because because yeah. if you don't believe that you will eventually be a starter mm-hmm. why do i have you yeah get out yeah yeah no i i, I it's it's it, chris you're right it's exactly what mason's supposed to be saying at this time of year you know i'd love to be the steelers starting quarterback too <laughs> i think most i think most quarterbacks would love to be the steelers starting quarterback and I think it's adorable that Mason thinks he has a chance to be that one day. Well, and that, and, and, yeah. adorable. Um, and, and listen, oh, this is not to say Mason can't make it in the NFL. Oh yeah, I, 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 like because yeah. I certainly he he has an NFL arm. You know he he can be keep you in a game, but right now he's a backup. Sh- right now he's a backup. He's a backup. A very solid backup. Right. Yeah. And because that's the thing, like when he's come in and he's had success, it's been sort of you know, because he's part of something, you know, like even in a lot of the games that they won, you know, when they beat the Bengals, you know, know, last year with him and they blew out the Bengals last year with him, the the defense shut it down the whole game. When they beat the Rams, the defense, you know, shut it down the whole game. When they beat the Colts, 
The defense shut it down the whole game. They had a pick six. If Minka's pick six don't happen, they don't win that game. I mean, and the fact is that when Devlin Hodges came in, they were still winning games that year. And this is, again, not to say Basin Ruff shouldn't believe in himself or that he should say anything different. But, you know, I saw some people, be, you know, be, being like, oh, yeah. And I'm just like, everybody calm the heck down. Mm-hmm. You know, Josh brought up a good point. Or, no, Dean brought up a good point. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, what's going to happen with him? Does he surpass Mason this year? Who do they want to keep next year? Does Ben come back next year? Right. If, if they do yeah. well, what you going to uh, Mason's going to be, well, I wanted to be the starter next year, but Ben returned, and I had nowhere to go. So, <laughs> you know, there's there's way too many things. And then there's the other aspect. What if Ben retires? The Steelers do what I said that they do all off all this offseason and say, look, they're saving up their comp picks. They'll have a ton of cap money next year. You trade up and go get your quarterback in the draft or trade those picks and, and, and a player and go get your quarterback as a vet. And then what Mason going to do? He, 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 like, like say, say they get Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying they'll get Aaron Rodgers. But say, oh, say you, you took my thunder. I was going to bring up Aaron Rodgers just to drive Josh nuts. <laughs> Josh has his not happy face right now. All I want to say is that the most interesting thing about Mason Rudolph and the backup quarterback situation is still that with Josh Jobs back on the roster. Those those two still have to talk about dating the same bachelor contestant. Oh, so yeah, that's the yeah. that's that's the only really interesting subplot among the backup quarterbacks that I'll be following. Who's Haskins dating? Uh, not no one nearly as interesting. Okay, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> I don't I don't keep track track of such things. Um, that's your that's your loss. <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 Brooke Pryor and. Uh, Jenna Harner were informing me of all the the Bachelorette. Or oh bachelorette. yeah, they're all over that. They yeah. they, they, they oh, know I mean, their they know their stuff. And even Joe Rudder of the Trip is even like, no, 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 I think this will be. And I was like, what? What? I'm uh, sorry. I, I I don't watch the Bachelorette for the record. I just love that Mason Rudolph and Josh Tubbs dated the same woman. I yeah, think that's hilarious. That, that is funny. That is funny. <laughs> um, and, and now Cole Tucker is uh, dating. And yeah. I've been I've been on Hudgens Watch for the last like year and a half. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Well, you need to stop. This is a Steelers podcast. Calm down. You brought him up. I did. You're right. I'm like, it's, it's, oh this is what God. happens when you bring up Mason Rudolph. We talk about him being a backup, and then eventually it goes to bachelorette discussions. Sheesh. Because that's the only thing interesting about Mason Rudolph. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. That's just, wow. That's where we went here. That's the that's the A of the agency over there, man. Uh, <laughs> Hell's yes. Hell's yes. Guys, this has been a lot of fun as always. We got to wrap it up for today. Thanks so much for joining the show. Dean, please let me know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Find me at IamDean16 on Twitter and on the Facebook group for Locked On Steelers and our sports work at WPXI. Same for you, Josh. Uh, catch me on the Locked On Steelers Facebook group, on Twitter at Jaxelberg with an H, and on postgazette.com. And you can check out some of my movie reviews this week. And those are always interesting. I do love his takes on movies. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta sit down with with Joey Bag of Donuts and do some movie talk because he uh he has some great stuff on his podcast, the the Donut Bag. Um, but uh, but yeah, definitely, guys. Also remember to follow me, Chris Carter, um, at Carter Critiques on Twitter and Instagram. Also read my work at dkpittsburghsports.com. I did a whole film study uh, in Carter's classroom on Quincy Roche, the sixth round uh, draft pick rookie from Miami on, at Edge Rusher. So if you want to see my film breakdown on that, that's there. You can also read all our coverage of the Steelers, Pirates, Penguins, Pitt, Penn State, and all things Pittsburgh's at DK 
pittsburghsports.com. Thanks again for listening to the Locked On Steelers podcast that you can subscribe to on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course the app Odyssey, formerly known as Radio.com. And if you're if you're enjoying the show, please, please, please leave us a five-star review with a positive comment. That kind of stuff goes a long way to helping out the show and getting the word out about, hey, we're doing some cool things here on the show. Be back in your ears on Thursday talking more on your Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you.